How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes. The podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we will be talking about expectations and how they are overrated. Overrated? Overrated? Just overrated. We'll be talking about what can make expectations (laughs) healthy and unhealthy. We'll talk about ideas like authenticity and acceptance and how they relate to expectations. And we'll talk about how we can find happiness and the expectations we carry from day to day. Mm, All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. All right, bringing us into this episode, Vincent, what do you think expectations are? And let's, let's, let's kind of direct this question for maybe yourself expectations towards yourself um first of all expectations are overrated like 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 you said (laughs) in the in the intro but um expectations for myself now the thing about expectations for myself is i've i've never had expectations being thrown at me like to the point where it's just part of who i am so the expectations itself um, for me is expectations I have of myself by myself is that that's healthy that make, that's very healthy right Does that make that that makes sense what I just said right yeah so they don't come myself, from right? the outside so you're not really influenced your expectations for yourself don't come from the outside they ra- rather they come from your own yes kind of thoughts yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I like that honestly I think that's the ideal come. Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. that's like yeah I think so. Do you, do you agree? Like, do you think, I don't know, like, if all of your expectations came from just yourself and your own thinking, that would be the best, I don't know, way to live? I, so I agree because expectations is just part of life. But let's, if we were to ignore expectations altogether, right, then I think ideally um, our trust in our potential would be better than expectations. But that, I feel like that's a whole other thing. So, yes, I agree with you. Expectations for yourself, by yourself, are health, is the healthiest way to, for expectations to happen, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I like that. In the beginning, though, what do you think? Like, is it more, is it more important that you kind of follow somebody else and make sure that you're allowing yourself to be accepted, I guess, by people? Or kind of go go and do your own thing right from the get-go i i'm a firm believer to go and do your own thing right from the get-go i now i know i know we've talked about this right and i i want to hear what you say about this now just just from the beginning before we get into it like later on i want to hear what you think yeah i guess um for me it's it's important that you are acclimated to your environment maybe your environment is a is a good one and and like that's the best that's the best uh thing for you <laughs> being in a good environment i guess from the very beginning and if you're acclimated to that and like you you know like the ways to be in that environment and uh you know how to navigate it and stuff and that's i think mainly by being accepted and having expectations be put on you by the environment that you're in you are better off to to 
then kind of switch that around to make make the expectations come from yourself because you have that baseline I, I feel like that's that's a good way of doing it too but again like everybody grows up in a different in a different kind of way and maybe finding your own step or your own style to how you set expectations for yourself is better depending on where you come from i don't know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay so so then what about the let's talk okay what is your definition of the word expectations not like for anyone else or for yourself but like the word itself to me the word expectations i think you're just like a pull Ooh, i think my dad okay. yeah my dad like he he has this saying like you're a balloon and anything that kind of affects you in your life is like a string that pulls on you um every which way some strings pull you down some some strings pull you up side side and i think expectations are those strings you can make them for yourself obviously and you can pull yourself in different directions but other other times there's external expectations that that kind of direct your path and pull it every which way Mm. and maybe that can just be the wind stuff that you can't even control to begin um, with. um i like that analogy of of the balloon uh and i think the word expectations for me is is the stuff that you see yourself doing or the stuff that you want so let's say that's why it's it's really interesting hearing expectations from other people uh to you it's interesting because what they say might not be what you want for yourself so let's say like what you actually want is to, I don't know, start a filmmaking business or being an, yeah, some kind of um, freelancer. But the expectations put on you by your parents maybe is just to graduate, but you don't really want to graduate. So that's like, that's for me is kind of how I picture expectations. It's this, like you said, a pull, a pull to yeah. either up or down, left or right. But um, the word, the expectation, expectation itself, the why, I guess is where is this coming from or like yeah again like just the why so yeah mm. yeah the why is so important why did you why did you come up with that question like out of all the why how whatever <laughs> where yeah. when why is why the thing that you kind of relate to expectations the most why not how maybe right i guess no, that's, that's a kind a, of dumb question but no like, that's a really good question because i'm thinking about it I think it's just because I, I'm a firm believer in the question why. I don't think life, we've said this so many times, life is super complicated. And so there's, there's a certain amount of questions that can have a simple answer. For example, who, how, what, all those questions, like what comes next? How mm-hmm. am I going to do oh, this? Oh, yeah. Who yeah, can do yeah. this for me? Or like who who's next or whatever. But the why is so like, it's so distinct it's basically who you are everything that you've choose to do you can ask what happens or how this happens or who can i do this with but the why so i don't know expectations anything that's really complicated i feel like is a why question yeah uh yeah i don't know do you you think it's a why question yeah and expectations i was just about to say like expectations how could that be a simple thing is it ever a simple thing I think not. I think like expectations are always going to be kind of messy because even if your parents just tell you straight up like what they want out of you and that could be like a strong expectation obviously like uh, you know get good grades in high school or um, you know 
be a doctor like like, you know straight up (laughs) and i think even like if they do that that's an expectation but the implications of saying such things is so broad Mm. especially within within oneself like within the person they're saying that to within the person within the yeah the mental state or the mental I don't know the the mental palace. This is from mm. Sherlock. <laughs> the mental <laughs> palace of uh, of of the person they're setting these expectations for. It, it has so many implications that you can't just say or, or put on one person and expect them to, you know, come up with all of the answers for that. Yeah. So then it's like so so why? Yeah, why? That's the biggest question that'll make the mental palace so filled with stuff. Why? Why are you doing this? I just want to quickly talk about, I sent you a TikTok on iMessage and um, I wanted to, I, I, I don't know if you ended up watching it or not, but um, this guy, he goes into the questions or why people, not really why, but people's ideas and thoughts or whatever. And basically it's a big circle and another circle within that circle. And there's a tiny ass circle in the middle of all of that. And that tiny circle is the why. So if you can find out someone's motivations, which is their why, then like you can better understand them. And so when I think of outer expectations, I always think of, um, especially people I barely know or like don't know me entirely, when they give me an expectation, it's kind of like you only know the first two circles. You know what I mean? You don't know my whys. Like you don't know why I'm in school right now. You don't know why I'm doing a podcast and all that stuff. They only know like that I'm doing those things. And so when there's expectations thrown at me, without them knowing the why and you can tell that they don't know the why just be based off the expectations yeah yeah i just never uh like this, another, another analogy that we talked about was you know if someone throws a ball at you which is the expectation you can catch it you can examine it but like if they don't know the why then you can just toss it aside because that's like that's not who you are that expectation is not a reflection of who you are and we were talking about this beforehand like before the podcast even started like it depends really on the the environment that puts you in that that puts you in that you're put in <laughs> that you're yeah, put yeah. in that de- that uh decides like whether or not you can catch the ball i guess that that people are throwing expectations uh with like like the expectations are the ball and you got to catch it and if you catch it and put it in your pocket is what we were saying then you take those expectations and you actually make them a part of you and uh you run with it and like depending on where you are the environment that you're situated in maybe you're more likely to catch this ball and put it in your pocket but usually what people do is they look at the ball and examine it first and that's uh that's the most i think that's where real real power lies in the in the um and the ability to decide yeah oh the ability, the ability to, decide to decide what expectations you you you're able to run that that you run with uh i guess and then and power i guess relates to to the freedom that you have as well like if you're if you're able to catch these things and uh decide whether or not to put them in your pocket and and run with them like you have it yeah but what what decides what whether or not you put it in your pocket is like the why the big questions and what it comes down to is you knowing the right whys i want to point out that i like that you used freedom is because 
I don't know, think about it, right? Think about catching the ball and putting it in your pocket. Now, imagine that keeps happening. Someone keeps throwing at you. You examine it like, oh, okay, I'm going to put it in my pocket, save it for later or whatever. And you try running. You try running from base to base or <laughs> from one end of the field to the other side of the field. And it's just, it's just, it's not, it's less freeing. If you just drop as many as you can and keep the ones that are actually important to you, i.e. your expectations for yourself by yourself, you're going to run a lot faster. And so I guess what I'm saying is here, you know, be free, be free of those expectations, keep the ones that actually matter and you're, you'll like run through life a lot better. That's crazy. I love that you brought that up. Yeah, that's a, that's a good analogy. That's a very good analogy. <laughs> would yes. you, would you say that you in the environment that you're in allows you to, um, let go of, of certain balls or, or is it, an environment that you know, encourages holding on to as many expectations. Yeah, for me, it's like a, a lot of expectations you kind of have to hold on to and juggle just because of how kind of corporate it is. I'll say corporate, like that word is a uh, that word is I think ingrained in the the kind of culture that I'm I'm put in in the engineering degree that I'm put in, which is civil. Like, there's a lot of companies, private companies public companies that um, have a structure and uh, need to get things done by lots of communication. There's methods that you communicate and there's uh, there's a lot of forms that you have to fill out. And, and, and I think all of that just lends itself to you having to kind of bend and twist to make sure you can fit in this, this hole. Right. <laughs> I think I think that's like the toughest part about it, kind of figuring out how to, at the same time, really know who you are in that situation, where you still have to, you know, bend and twist, like you, you still know where you came from and where you are. And I think that's the kind of remedy of this whole environment topic that we've been talking about, how easy, how it's easier and or more difficult to uh, grab a hold of, <laughs> grab a hold of <laughs> the balls that okay all right, all right. Relax um, <laughs> <laughs> i think that's the remedy sorry like let's bring it back for a second <laughs> that's the remedy um knowing where you came from and in the and i'll, I'll explain this a little bit more like the show that i've been talking that, that i was talking about beforehand uh that i've been really really getting into this break was letter kenny and uh, i encourage all people <laughs> who are listening to this to watch that show because it's like it is lit, literary, liter, literarily, like literary? the writing, the li, yeah, <laughs> literary. literary. It's literary gold. It's like the writing is so good, and um, it just relies on dialogue. It's really, it's really funny. It's really charming. But what they say in that show, like one of the lines which really got to me was that uh, if you don't know where you came from, you won't know where you are. Oh, and it's uh, and it was like. I was like, wow, 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 wow. That makes sense. And especially in the, as it relates to the topic that we're talking about, I think it's easier for you to be free, really examine the decisions that you have to make if you know at your core who you are because of where you came from. Yeah, I think that's dude. like a another kind of dimension that I don't think we've talked about yet. But what do you think about that? No, do you agree? I, disagree? I 100% agree with that. I think, I think like what we mentioned earlier, the core of everything or the core of you is your motivations and your why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe this might be like a whole different episode later down the line. And we might like go into this a little bit more. But I'm saying this now that um, who you are as a person is, you know, it's the big question why. So if you can figure that out. And so if you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you are now. And so how I'm relating this is the why question. If you don't know your whys, you don't know where you are now. That yeah, So yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. I love that a lot, actually. Yeah. I think it led me to, you know, searching up some Filipino vloggers on YouTube the other day, <laughs> like yesterday, and my family was like really, really bonding over the language that we speak. And I learned like, I learned how to say, it's nice to meet you. Um, and then I kind of tried to remember it. And then uh, I said it to, to my mom and then she was like, oh, that's very good. Very good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it brought me back because, because I remember when I was younger, like, you know going to these filipino parties everybody was like like so friendly and everybody was like talking to each other and it's just it's just cheer and enjoy like all the time and they didn't really we're very accepting we were happy <laughs> i don't know i just i just guess we're happy and like like when i was when i was um watching those filipino blogger vloggers and like on youtube seeing how they went through the through the back alleys of manila and like just being able to stop and say oh what's going on here is there a party going on here and like for them to be accepted into that kind of community and join it and start dancing and drinking with everybody like out of nowhere like that's yeah i guess that's i wouldn't say that you for, forget that but yeah you definitely forget that <laughs> yeah you, it definitely gets lost i'll say yeah 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 and, and i mean like whatever whatever wherever you came from your culture your family growing up the memories that you had all of that stuff is just it makes you who you are and that's you and that's your why i think and that's unique and it's what will bring you and bring everybody more value in the future change the topic just a little bit but it's definitely it has something to do with philippines and and you brought up this idea of environment i just want to talk because i asked you like where kind of what kind of environment are you in and like mm-hmm. um are you in the environment that keeps the balls? <laughs> I, I, I hate that we're using... Okay, whatever. Are you in the environment that keeps the balls or just throws it out or whatever? I guess, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But um, I just want to quickly... like, I guess this is a shout out to my family. So the reason why for me it's I was able to... Or toss the balls away is because how like my family taught me to do all those things. So the environment that I'm in is kind of catered towards to have expectations for yourself by yourself or expectations for yourself i guess and they one crazy thing that my parents have always told me is to to do something to your fullest potential like to the most you can so if it's school it's study hard it was never about you know get a good grade it was always study hard and so that was the expectation put on me and I kept that expectation. But the expectation I put on myself was to get a good grade or I mean, not not get a good grade, but to study hard and therefore I would get a good grade. That was just the result. But I was always dependent on the progress to the result. It has to do with like healthy and unhealthy expectations. And uh, before we go into a break, Francis, what are your thoughts real quick on healthy and unhealthy expectations? I think unhealthy expectations are those, I I guess I'll bring it back to the balloon analogy, not necessarily strings that pull you down because those things are, I think 
like like this is just my own thinking so i don't know if this is right or not but um not exactly strings that pull you down as in the strings that are are taking you away from the goal that you see but the strings that pull you apart Ooh. kind of in different directions you like that <laughs> yeah yeah I th- damn i i didn't think yeah. you'd go there i didn't think that was yeah. okay Okay. Like that's uh, that's what unhealthy expectations are to me, and it's not really uh, a matter of your journey and finding, like getting to the end goal and having setbacks that kind of pull you backwards or make it slower for you, because those are just going to happen. Those aren't unhealthy, but the things that pull you apart, which which kind of break your road and kind of make it a more unclear journey for you, those are the things that are very unhealthy in my opinion and healthy expectations are are the rules that you set for yourself are the values that you live by and they're the good they're the why they're the why inside of you i guess no they're the expectations that come from the deep whys the whys that really yeah yeah that make you who you are and what do you think Mm. i i i really really like that idea of uh, the pulling apart thing, because I was going to go and say something else. I'll say it after the, I'll say like what I originally thought after the break, but I want to agree with you that the the pulling you apart is unhealthy expectations because, 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 because the why, like you said, the why, if, if you have a, if your expectations for yourself are based off your own whys, then it's going to be a good, it's going to be a healthy expectation because you're working towards the answer to the why. But, but if if it's stretching you apart, which is unhealthy expectations, it's because you have your inner whys and this is your expectations over here. But the unhealthy expectation comes in and it's telling you that this is the expectation that you should be looking at. And so that's why there's that pull. There's two different whys at play. One why is coming from yourself and another why is coming from an outer force telling you that this is the why that you should be looking at. Um, that's my, that's how I Im- imagine this, but I want to get your opinion on that right after we take this quick break. <laughs> Let the sponsors say what they have to say. What do you think? Great idea. All right. We'll be back right after this. And we are back. So before the break, I asked you a question. And so I'm just going to reiterate it for everyone who's listening um, that just came back from the break. For me, the way I understood this whole idea of the balloon analogy i thought of when there's one side of the balloon being pulled let's say up right that's your that's your own whys why are you doing this thing this is the expectation i have for myself and so when you have that expectation you're being pulled up by your own string but then someone else will come by and says hey what take a look at this thing take a look at this expectation and you look at it and you're not really sure about it and then Maybe you put it in your pocket, or I guess your balloon. I don't. I don't know. This this analogy is all messed up right now. <laughs> but um, but that other why, that other expectation thrown at you, that's when it becomes unhealthy because your original why, your own inner why, with your own expectation is pulling you up, and now this other one is pulling you down, and so that's why there's that the pulling, the pulling thing that you're that you were talking about, how they're being pulled in opposite directions, and it's because those two whys, those two whys and those two expectations are just totally opposite from each other. And so when you only listen 
to one of them, obviously it's going to be pulling you down a different different path or whatever. But but if you can stick to your original why and expectations, then then it would be good. But now I guess my question to you is, is that kind of like what you meant by like the pulling of the pulling of the balloon, the two different whys? Yeah, no, I thought it was like more of a if you have if you think of it like up down side side i think the side side pulling which is uh which is taking you away from the single linear path that you think you need to follow just by your core and by the whys that you have uh developed from the beginning then that's bad because because you're not on a path that you understand and instead of there being a clear path now there's multiple paths that you don't know where to take and even though you can follow the different paths it's like it's 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 really hard to to divert your energy into just one which is the best thing that you can do for yourself okay i'll ask you this do you can your why change can your why ever change from like the very from the very start of who you are um and you asking yourself i guess later down the line who you even are where where did you come from what was the beginning and what what why comes out of that can that ever change is your why ever changing is it something that like develops that you that you kind of strengthen or is it something that's like sort of fluid that you can change throughout the throughout the uh the stages in your life um, as needed. I think it definitely should change. I think it's a it, it's always healthy for your whys to change. But I don't think. Now, don't get me wrong here. I don't think that your whys should change like fluid. Like for example, so what I'm trying to get at is when you think of a river, right? The reason why the river, if there's a rock in the way, the river will hit the rock and then bounce off the rock, go around it. I think your whys and all that stuff should change based off proactive situations or not situation but proactive means so it's not a reactive kind of change because if it's a reactive change then like your whys will be totally different it might be like not um not the same at all it might just be something who you weren't who you are now it's going to be different from who you were before because of that why change and that can happen because of a reactive change in your why but if you can go into a situation and expect or not expect but like have that idea that maybe this doing this might change my whys and so before going into the expectation before going into that um that change you have this proactive proactive kind of change so it's kind of like standing behind the veil of ignorance or what is that the yeah i think called the veil of ignorance yeah, so I think proactive proactive change in the wise is what when you should change your wise, but not a reactive. Do you know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I know that makes sense. That makes sense. Do you uh, agree with I'll, that? I'll take a yeah. I'll take another quote from Letter Kenny, and I'll kind of uh, relate it to my own opinion of it. Like they say that if you, I forget who said it in the show, but it was a it was a really powerful quote. Another one, kind of telling you who to or showing you the right way to be, which is what I like about this show. It's got its strong moral character, but it says that if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for anything. Yeah, if you have nothing to stand for, you'll fall for anything or something like that. Mm. And I think that, that brings into that brings into the spotlight, what is your why? 
and that is the thing that you stand for yes and if that thing is really powerful then you're not going to fall for those people who are tugging at your balloon trying to rip it apart and trying to you know pull it every which way and i guess when it comes to what you're saying the most powerful the best way to make those things very powerful within you i think is by having proactive decisions and by telling yourself uh in times where there's great great big decisions that you have to make um to decide like for yourself to decide exactly what your whys are and then decide to take the actions that support what your whys are damn but no i i agree like if you don't stand for something you will fall for anything and so with the expectations when you have when you can stand right when you're when you have your whys down and um you know what you want to do and you know the expectation you have for yourself let's say for example it's you expect yourself to study hard for this exam this is perfect for me right now because i have an exam in, in on wednesday and Same. it's like okay right i'm scared i'm yeah. very scared but uh, <laughs> it's like study hard that's your expectation but then there's another expectation thrown at you and you fall for the expectation then then it's going to be a world of hurt and so when you have something to stand for then you won't fall for anything else the difficulty i think is when you oh man when people when people in their lives kind of go down a path for so long that they don't even know who they are anymore like imagine that what what advice would you give to somebody like that for me i'll, I'll answer first i guess because like i think it's something i've just been thinking about and have kind of formulated an answer for you just you just go back to where you came from and everybody knows where they came from to some degree so just kind of find it i think and have some peace even though it's hard probably to find peace when you don't know <laughs> when you don't know where you're going oh man i can only imagine the pain that that like that anybody going through this would would be feeling right now but i think just saying to yourself that i'm an individual and i have a past and in that past lies who i am i think that's i think that's pretty strong what do you think is there a way is there a way that you would go about finding your whys so for me i i would say family it's always been fam my answer has always been family and like for everything but but for people who like let's say you guys someone doesn't have a family i think you can find family in so many things people who aren't related to you by blood or anything like if you don't have any family there's there's someone out there that that was willing to listen to you or that that wants the best for you that to me sounds exactly like family like even in my own definition family doesn't just mean people that i'm blood related to um you okay francis for an example you're an example of family to me um hey. nutty is an example of family to me all those people are all family uh because i know that they i know that they know who i am i know that they understand me they all that stuff and so even if I didn't have like blood related family, I'd be going to those people for certain things. Uh, that that would be my answer to figuring out who yourself is. But like what you said, that peace, that peace, man, peace is such good. Like it can it can solve a lot of things. Peace for yourself, world peace, everything. It can solve so many things. Mm -hmm. 
you think there's work that has to be done to get there though can it can it just happen like you're just sitting down even though you're in like a really tough spot wherever you are in life can you find it in that moment or do you have to do something or do you have to work for it for a, a little bit of time i i believe that everything is everything except one thing is earned i don't i i mean if you we can talk about that one thing but i believe that everything everything else is earned and so when you want peace you have to earn peace and so you'd have to work on you know self acceptance self esteem hope and just there's got to be one more thing i just can't think of it there's something else i don't remember but those those three things are really important to find peace cuz like once you find self acceptance then you're one step closer like like you've accepted your past mistakes once you have self esteem then you're you're talking to your present self like helping your present self and when you have hope for me those three things and hope is that you know what do you want in the future and how can you get to it by working on now to me that sounds like peace right i don't know what do you what is your answer what do you think when you have those things figured out right yeah i like that um for me i think the reason i asked that question was that you said it was family and i agree i wholeheartedly agree actually like like that people need people when people are lost oh, <laughs> when the first people are damn. lost yeah cuz it find people who finding anybody really not not even just uh, i guess your family maybe somebody that you can really be i guess yeah it does have to be family or anybody fuck man i don't know it's it's hard cuz it, this is like this is in the realm of giving advice and i don't know if uh i don't know how hard it is or how difficult it is to accept uh what i'm about to say but this is coming out of my ass but at the <laughs> same time i think it's important that okay. people need people whenever you're feeling down whenever when if you know that there's somebody out there that like can help you out um and you address your needs that you'll find that love is there for you it's just there waiting i want to leave it at that because i don't want to say anything more but yeah people need people and and in the and i and i guess the reason i go down this route is that you know when it comes to uh expectations and everything especially in these times in covid i'll just i'll take it down this road for just a little bit and then bring it back um you know it's hard to navigate all of the feelings that you have especially when contact isn't the best right now in covid and that this is mid like midterm season and it's it's tough yeah. for everybody uh knowing what they need to do and finding the motivation to do it especially me this break i've been binging like a crazy person and not doing <laughs> not doing anything but that's just me um you find people and um yeah, love is there waiting for you. So, yes. And when it comes to your question, what you asked before, I totally agree. You have those things. You have you have self-acceptance. You have self-esteem. And you have hope. And you work towards making those things real for you. Um, I think that's where peace lies. I totally agree with that. When you have those things and, and, and you really internalize them, have your wise drive those uh those decisions that you make regarding self-acceptance self-esteem and hope those then then yeah you'll have peace i agree oh, i mean i mean i said it but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um just quickly i just want to bring up there might be questions right now people listening 
to what is the one thing okay, okay francis what do you think oh, yeah. my answer to this what do you think my answer is to this the one thing that does not have to be everything should be earned i genuinely believe that but what is one thing that doesn't always have to be earned i'm sure you know these love yeah love <laughs> love yeah. <laughs> love yeah yeah love doesn't have to be earned but to receive love you have to give love out it's not like it has to be earned that way i know okay we're getting off track here um <laughs> yeah this is the problem i have i talk too much <laughs> i try and figure out why i say what i say <laughs> yeah but yeah no that's true that's true you have to give it to receive it but at the same time you don't really have to think too hard about it sometimes yeah. it's just there for you just waiting for you i want to talk about this i don't know if we brought it up earlier but i would quickly want to go go over it before we go into a break soon authenticity versus acceptance where do you Ooh, think right actually real quick what is what is the difference what is the difference between authenticity and acceptance so authenticity i think is just knowing who you are knowing yourself knowing that why knowing where you came from all of those things that is authenticity and obviously acceptance is the other side to the same coin in my opinion it's where you are in a group and that group helps you out and you're accepted by that group you feel like you are part of a community you feel like you are loved and you feel like you have a place to call home and you have a and you have people to call family that is acceptance the reason i came up with this whole topic i think was i me watching a video and and i think it was oh yeah after school on youtube i think it was uh why addicts like the real the truth behind addiction or something and this is this is part of that this is part of that whole topic the difference it comes from when there's dissonance between these two things authenticity and acceptance the ideal in the ideal world you're accepted because of who you are yes right that's Agreed. when both of those things are you know intertwined and you know beauty occurs and there's real there's real health there um but when these things are separate that's when like it hurts you know internally when you're trying to be yourself but who you're with or the environment that you're in doesn't accept who you are oh oh my god that's like <laughs> it's hell on earth dude that's hell on earth i think yeah just to give an example i guess there's there's times when as kids sometimes your parents will tell you to do something or or just make you feel bad about something that you did <laughs> and i guess it's part of who you are that's a really simple example but but then but then you want to be accepted by your family so you don't you can't be who you are but you want to be accepted by your family you know it, it goes into that like you know spiral and it's like terrible but i think yeah that's where the difference lies there's uh there's <laughs> there's who you are and what the environment makes you i think though i pretty much agree with all of that except that one thing uh it's not that i disagree i just i just want to reiterate it i guess is just because you are fully authentic, it doesn't mean that the group you are in doesn't accept you. I think to be fully authentic, you can leave a group that doesn't accept you because, you know, when you're authentic, you're already, you are already in a group, I guess you could say, of acceptance because you've accepted yourself. So that's why you can be authentic. But the other way around, you can be accepted, but 
you yourself might not be authentic. And so what I'm trying to get at is where does expectations lie? And I mean like expectations for, uh, what is it? The difference from others or for yourself? Where do those expectations lie? I think it lies uh, primarily in acceptance. And I'll, I'll kind of back my thing here where I think acceptance isn't really in the people or the group that you're in, but rather in the environment that you you put yourself in. So it's not really like the people who you associate yourself with, even though that's like, um, I'd say 75% of what acceptance is, like the people that you surround yourself with, but rather the, the entire environment that you put yourself in, the choices that you made up to that point to put you where you are. I think that's, that's like the biggest part of what acceptance is. Um, and I think that's where the power lies, which is why it's important to realize your whys and who you are and you, and, and to be authentic because from authenticity, you can decide who accepts you, I guess, or what accepts you. I think, yeah, expectations lie in that environment, in the acceptance side of it. What do you think? I, I agree. The thing, I think the expectations from others um, lie in acceptance and that environment. And so all the choices, um, like you said, it's around the environment is around 75% of the people you surround yourself with. But that other percentage is, you know, the choices that you've made, how those choices have influenced you, what influenced you making those choices that all that is environment. And so that is why I would place expectations from others in acceptance, but authenticity, that is where expectations for yourself lie because, because you know the whys and you know, like, I guess the answer to the whys, like for example, like why are you in college and you know the answer to this, right? So, um, once you know those expectations, or once you know those whys, the expectations for yourself allows you to be more authentic. I believe that if you have those whys down, which is like a big realization I'm having because of this whole episode, when you have those whys down, it's so easy to be in the synergy between authenticity and acceptance, being mm. authentic, being accepted for who you are. Having mm-hmm. those whys down allows you to make your expectations for yourself um, and and kind of develop the future that you're going to have, right? And then the future that you're going to have, that is the environment. Being accepted in that environment is so much easier for you uh, by like just just by who you are because those expectations are made from yourself because you've chosen this environment to be in. And that all stems from the why. That, that all stems from the the person who you are and the person you know you are and the person you want to develop and I guess your authentic self is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, what do you think it stems? I, I, I can see you agreeing to this, but like, do you think, do you think that it comes from authenticity? <laughs> like, this is an obvious question, but you can just explain why. Explain why you, you agree with me. <laughs> so explain why acceptance stems from authenticity. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's yeah. a good way of putting it. So, the the basic answer to this that I always look to is the LGBTQ community. And so they they the people in that community, right? They were they were authentic to themselves. 
they knew who they who they were they understood their thoughts they understood why they do those things why they have these thoughts why they are the way they are and so they became authentic and they have just accepted that without i guess there's obviously there might be hesitations but you know they ultimately accepted it and so because so many people accepted that they are this way then they were able to create acceptance like as a group um, and so that's how, in a way, that's how the LGBTQ community formed is because so many people were just authentic to themselves that they were able to be accepting to, from, to each other, I guess you could, I guess you could say. So my answer to this is yes, I agree with you. I think that acceptance stems from authenticity and I don't think you can be authentic by being accept, by focusing on acceptance first. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. You do. I want to add something. I want to add something too, though. Like the challenge of starting with authenticity because being accepted is so much more useful, I guess, to a human being coming coming from your really uh, primitive self to the needs that you require to to housing, I guess, to food, to all of that stuff. Like being accepted is so much more important when it comes to your primitive brain, there's always going to be that fight that you need to have within yourself. And I see that happening with, yeah, the LGBTQ community, for example. I think they, man, I, I, I couldn't imagine, like I wish I researched this more, I wish I knew about more about this, but their their fight and their war of, uh, of, of saying like that they matter um, and that they need to be, be accepted who they feel. by everyone else. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The the whole thing of acceptance, of being able to be, yeah. I think involved. I think it's being able to be authentic, while so right now they're authentic and they're accepted by each other, but what they want is to be authentic and accepted by everyone. Hmm. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that's good. That's good there's a conversation that can be had about like whether or not the expectations that are put on you at a young age can be really dialed in like what are the right things that you can say if you ever have kids to them to make sure that the expectation kind of balloon the all, all of that is not screwed up <laughs> i guess i, I think for, okay for me i'm gonna make this short and sweet but for me, it's I'm basing it off of what my family did. And this okay. is how I want to raise my kids. It's the healthy expectations. For me, a healthy expectation is the expectation that that relies on the process, while an unhealthy expectation relies on the result. And so if my parents said, um, Vincent, I expect you to get an A on this upcoming test, then that would be an example of expectations placed on the result. But my, how my family raised me, it was always about, um, Vincent, I want you to study hard for this exam. That's, that would be an expectation on the process because that's, it's something I can work on right now, right? It's something that I can, like, I can really act on. And so my advice to, I mean, it's kind of shitty. It's kind of weird that I'm giving parental advice, but, um, if, if I were a parent is what I'm trying to say is, if I were a parent 
And if I wanted to give expectations, it'd be a healthy expectations where I would never put focus on the result, but rather on the process. That is so good. I agree. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> what you said was right. To focus on how you get to where you think you should be going is uh, is very important. Yeah. Not the end result, but like how you get there. The uh, What we've been talking about is like the marginal man, the person who just focuses on the present is uh, important. Those are healthy expectations because it just focuses on what you can control. And why? Now I want to talk about like why. I know like I don't want to t- talk about parental advice because we're not parents obviously. <laughs> but like I want to go into it for another second. Like how do you instill that important, important uh, where you came from conversation? Or what am I trying to say? Yeah, where you came from. Like how how is that kind of incorporated in how you raise a child and i was talking about this with another friend like if you were to adopt for example like if you um adopted from another country and you weren't the same nationality as the child you adopted how would you have that conversation with them you wouldn't rob them of their of the ability to be part of the culture they were born from yeah. right yeah yeah like that's tough i don't know man like I'm think I'm just thinking like generally. Like, like, I'm I'm totally at this point. I'm just totally ignoring the whole adoption thing, <laughs> because okay. like that makes it so much harder. <laughs> but yeah. like to instill that that focus on the whys of life, I think I'd have to set an example rather than just telling. You know, live my life trying to live my life by working on the whys. You know, I I don't know. I just set an example like if for why do I want to be a good person I guess because for me it'd because I want to go to heaven right why yeah the whys of doing something and it can't go that deep I think that's a (laughs) that's what what we're trying to realize here like it can go it can go pretty deep but it can't go that deep but I think the people who really have the a knack for where they're going and have a real stride are the people who go pretty deep or at least <laughs> the people who have the whys that have been developed over so many years that they're untouchable at that point um i think that's our that's what the goal is if we talk about infinity just having something there that's like really strong really good maybe benevolent and just doesn't isn't phased by any of life's challenges like that's that's pretty baller (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I agree though that is pretty baller let's take a quick break let the sponsors say what what they have to say what do you think yes 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 okay we'll be back right after this all right and we're back from the break now we're into act three uh, let's reiterate how this works, right? These are the game. These are the these are the game rules, <laughs> rules of our podcast. Yeah, not really any rules, but like we just we just act three is the question time where we encourage you to formulate your own opinions based on the questions that we come up with here, and you could obviously come up with your own questions. Please feel free to ask them to us later. 
<laughs> okay, Let, yeah, let's, okay. Uh, yeah. let's get into the first question. Gotcha. gotcha. Is achieving happiness a healthy expectation? Uh, mm. Um, my answer is no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My answer why, is why, no. Why? Why? So, I I know there's a story of this old man who he he everyone knew him around town. It was a small town, but everyone knew this guy as like a bitter old man who just like just like walking by him, it would just set him off, and everyone just hated being around him. When he walked into his store everyone would walk out. He was just someone you just did not want to be around until one day someone came up to you and just like, yo, old man Jenkins. I don't know. I don't know. It's just Jenkins. I guess. <laughs> yo, old man Jenkins. He's, um, he's happy. Like he's walking around. He's smiling. Like what's going on. And so you and your buddies go up to him like, Hey, old man Jenkins, or I mean, Mr. Jenkins. Um, why, what's going on? Like, why are you, why are you happy? Why are you smiling? And his answer was, I stopped chasing happiness and in doing so I enjoyed life. And so is achieving happiness a healthy expectation? I don't think I don't think you should ever try to achieve happiness because like happiness and achieving happiness is set in the future and you can't really control that. And so when you can enjoy life right now and stop trying to chase happiness, you'll end up being happier than trying to chase that thing. Damn. So, that is my answer. Yeah, I think I think happiness is a good thing to try and achieve. But that trying is yeah, it, it just it happens in the present because of work done to realize what that even means for you. Happiness, I mean. Figure out what it is that you think happiness is and trying to find it for yourself. The present actions that you take, I think, will get you closer to it. And you kind of forget where it is that you're going because of the compass, the internal compass that you have to get you there. I think just having that compass, I think that's uh, that's that's all you really need if you have a good one that will make you happy. So does that make any sense? Like, yeah, think, it makes sense. Yeah. But like, like to clear the air, I guess. So are you saying that? trying to achieve happiness or not trying to but achieving happiness is a healthy expectation you're saying no but but that try that that attempt to with like having that healthy compass com, com, compass um by your side is healthy right yeah okay like like imagine if you're a person and um happiness you don't know what it is but you have that thing that that is guaranteed to get you there. I think that would kind of allow you to just relax and enjoy the little things a little bit better. Oh, yeah, I like that. But then that's, I think that's where the work comes in. And uh, maybe the first step is trying to really make that compass clear for yourself. I think that the problem with, with that is when you have, when you're trying to find that compass, that compass, there's that feeling, that expectation to be happy once you find it. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm, that's why my answer is like, stop trying to achieve happiness and just, uh. just be happy now. Or I mean, not be happy, but just enjoy now. Bro, that's pretty beautiful. I'm realizing <laughs> that I think if you got that compass, I think that's where gratitude comes into play. I think everybody has that internal compass. 
and that you don't really realize that you do have that thing that's going to get you where you need to be um and that's why like there's dissatisfaction and there's like people trying to achieve happiness to no avail because they're looking for it and that's where gratitude comes into play because um if you if you thank if you're thankful for having that thing in you already then you can just forget about trying to get to happiness and realize that whatever you do is special because it'll get you to where you want to go no matter what all right uh second question do you want to go into the second question yeah do you do have it. anything else to say no i can't think of the words so i i have nothing else to say <laughs> okay maybe it'll come maybe it'll come maybe, um yeah. is there an expectation that seems unhealthy but is actually healthy huh see i don't i wrote this question down last when we first brainstormed this in hopes of trying to find an answer to this but is there an expectation that seems very unhealthy but is actually very healthy i i don't i can't think of one like for the life yeah. of me i've been thinking about this for a while but i just can't think of an answer that makes sense dude i agree with you i think i think it really just depends on who you are at the, in the moment because an expectation that seems unhealthy to you in the moment like in the present of you kind of in the process of catching this expectation and choosing oh. whether or not to put it in your pocket like it depends on who you are at that moment or what you maybe if you're lost maybe if you're lost there is an expectation that seems unhealthy but is actually healthy because it brings you it's able to bring you back to who you who you are but there's no telling whether or not you'll take that or not <laughs> Yeah, I think there definitely are, but the question is whether or not you'd take that, take those expectations and make them part of yourself. I agree with that because um, let's say that there is an expectation that just seems unhealthy, but is actually really healthy. Um, that, and that is who you are right now, and that's why it seems unhealthy. I think that's when there is that idea of reactive versus proactive and i think if you can go into a situation or something and have that proactive mind that there's something there that could change my why um instead of just reactive when there's something thrown at you that seems unhealthy and just like you react to it because that's like it's like whatever or i'm gonna keep this but when you can go into it now this is really hard to do every single time that's why i'm saying only do it two times that actually makes sense but when you can go into a situation with a proactive mind and a pro a healthy proactive mind, then then what can seem unhealthy at the time, it might be unhealth it might seem unhealthy at the time, but because you have because you were being proactive, I think there's a realization that this actually might be healthy for me. You know? So that that's that's yeah, I couldn't think of an example, but the, your answer gave me some kind of fuel, I guess I could say. Yeah, I see that. Like you you have uh you have an expectation there and you don't know whether or not it's good, but it is good. It actually is good objectively. Mm -hmm. So the the difference between it being actually good for you and it not being as good even though it's objectively good for you is whether or not you take it and you choose to make it part of you yeah. rather than 
reacting to it yeah 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 yes. oh wow that's crazy that's <laughs> yeah, an interesting I, it, it point it just hit me too actually <laughs> yeah so mm, damn so you have your own judgment right you have your own judgment when something comes at you as an expectation that you could either choose to follow or not you have your own judgment of whether or not that thing is good for you or not maybe your judgment's really poor maybe it's really good but i think what you're saying is that the difference is given that this thing is an okay like it, it passes the test of whether this is part of my why or not it, it passed that test already the the real um thing that decides whether or not this expectation is good for you or not is whether or not you take it as an action rather than reacting to that expectation coming to you mm, wow nice. nice that was nice I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I agree. I'm rubbing my belly. Well, okay. What? 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 Pause. What? What do you mean you're rubbing yourself right now? I'm <laughs> rubbing my belly. Oh, okay. I just feel like the. Jeez. I feel like it's the correct action. <laughs> Damn, Minnie, that was a really good point. Oh, <laughs> rubbing my belly. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> yes. So. The final question is Veil of Ignorance. Um, is it hard to be in boat A or boat B? Boat A being authenticity and boat B being acceptance. And is it harder to go from A to B or B to A? And Veil of Ignorance means that you are stepping out of a situation, like you're stepping back from a situation. Let's say that you're actually in the situation, but when you put the veil of ignorance on, you step out of the situation, you look at the situation without any prior knowledge to it, without any biases, no opinions. You are original position. This is That's what it's actually, original position. You have There's absolutely nothing that can sway you one, one way to another. And so until you are given all the facts, until you are explained the full situation. And so it kind of sounds hard to do that. But imagine something really terrible happens to you. And instead of, you know, making a decision based off just like what happened with all the biases, relax, take a step back and look at everything as a big picture. So veil of ignorance in mind. Is it harder to be in boat A, authenticity or boat B, acceptance? Or and then switching from A to B and B to A, which is harder? Francis, which Ooh. is harder? <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> mm. Okay, let me try and clarify it. So, veil of ignorance is not knowing exactly what is going on. Like you're yeah. an alien. Maybe yeah. you're just born as an alien. Yeah. And you're put in a situation yeah. where you have to choose whether or yeah. not you go into the group or you be yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Dude, that's crazy. Imagine if you were an alien and chose to... <laughs> oh, imagine if you chose to be authentic, starting from absolutely nothing and just relying on that. I think you'd have to live a little. Give this yeah. alien like a day and then <laughs> and then he decides. That Okay, so... so that's a stupid answer. Um, I know that's like a... <laughs> <laughs> so that's not what the veil of ignorance is. <laughs> I just want everyone that's listening, that's not what it is. Oh, it's not? Oh, my bad. There's no aliens. <laughs> There's no aliens involved. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Re-explain, please. Oh, okay. Sure. I'm so struggling. Just, okay, just imagine you right now, right? So you either have this choice of um, being stepping out into the world, not stepping out into the world, but let's say you're giving a situation, right? And it's either you're in boat, you can either walk away from boat B or stay in boat B. And, you know, you might want to stay in boat B because, you know, all your friends are there. It's just super comfortable. Um, or you can step out and, you know, be in boat A where you can be super authentic, you know, do your own thing. Um, but when you put the veil of ignorance on, then you there's none of that. There's no biases to go to A or B. You can look at the situation and say, these guys... In boat B, the people who have accepted me, they are either like, maybe they're just really toxic people. They're just really, really bad people. They've done all these things. But if you can go to boat A, if you go to boat A, there's all these other things that you can be doing. And so that's when you put on, that's, that is how you put the veil of ignorance on. It's when you're looking at everything at original position, no prior biases, no prior opinions. It's just is what it is right now. And so is it harder to switch from B to A or A to B? I think it's it's harder it's harder to switch from B to A. I agree. Yes. I agree. Cause like we we said this when we first brought it up, the authenticity versus acceptance. It's just it's easier to be fully authentic and then finding and then people find you or you find people to to be accepted but it's harder to be accepted first and then stepping out of the group and then trying to be authentic so it takes courage then it definitely takes courage it it take yeah it definitely takes courage i think it takes courage in both ends but i think um you know being authentic is definitely courageous because you know that could mean that no one accepts you for a long time but then stepping out of group thinking i guess you could say being accepted is just as courageous because now you're stepping into a lonely world that you that used to be full of people so we talked about a lot of things today <laughs> this episode the topic was expectations and expectations being overrated 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 just overrated just overrated okay so how do we get to that so in act one uh where we try we where we tried to explain what everything is expectations uh we talked about how they they can come from yourself or from others really forgot what the conversation was about that <laughs> you said that for yourself it's important expectations are very important if you set them up for yourself in such a way that's really good then you're set up for them being good for others because i guess you choose the expectations from others by the way you act from expectations for yourself jeez okay yeah okay yeah. sorry that's right that's, that's right that's true that's my style um <laughs> healthy versus unhealthy expectations we talked about how vincent his his family shows like like a really good way of doing it where instead of focusing on the end goal you focus on the process of getting there instead of instead of asking him to get an a they ask him to work hard and study hard and i love that uh 
So that's healthy versus unhealthy, which is just, please be a doctor. Thank you. <laughs> that's not uh, that's not very good. Um, <laughs> uh, what else did we talk about? We talked about authenticity versus being accepted and how this relates to expectations is obviously when you're authentic, expectations are mainly on yourself and asking yourself why you do things uh, versus being accepted, which is trying to fit and kind of bend to your environment, trying to live in there. It's like a survival kind of thing. And we think that being authentic is the most important thing because as humans, we have so much potential. And when you know where you are and where you came from and you know why you're doing things, then the environment that you put yourself in. I don't know if you actually really said it like this, but I think the yeah, the environment that you put yourself in will bend to you. Mm, and oh, yes. That's pretty important. Do you like yes, that? Yes, I do like that a lot, actually. A lot, a lot. I think that's that's the goal. And then what did we talk about? We talked about the environment. Yes, the environment. The environment is the thing that you're trying to be accepted into. The thing that is the expectation surrounding you. And the thing that is overrated. The environment is overrated because your why, where you came from, who you are, is... Trumps all of that, I think. What, do you think that's right? Mm-hmm. I think it's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we ask the questions. Is achieving happiness a healthy expectation? Oh, is there an expect... No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I took such a long pause there. Sorry. <laughs> is there an expectation? Sorry. The second question. <laughs> the second question. Is there an expectation that seems unhealthy but is actually healthy? And the third question. The veil of ignorance. Is it harder to be in boat A or B? And this was really confusing to me. So... <laughs> Uh, (laughs) so given that you don't know anything is it harder to go from uh go from being accepted to being authentic or is it harder to be going from authenticity to acceptance yeah so guys we encourage all of you guys to think with us and share your thoughts with us um do we have merch no we do not we don't have merch but one of these (laughs) days this would be the perfect time to promote our merch but yeah um so thank you guys so much for vibing with us on late night chill vibes i'm your host vincent and i'm your host francis and thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you guys next week we love you all we love you all